You're listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 370. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that. No. <laughs> the podcast. No, we'll get banned. <laughs> not the podcast. Well, true. <laughs> but, but I'm not sure I should say that out loud. Anyway, it was a good morning. Is it what was. It was say. a very good, very good start to the day. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Let's just put it this way. We've lived and worked in this house for four years, mm-hmm. oh, three and a half, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we finally christened the office. That's all I'm going to say. That's true. Mm-hmm. And anyway, <laughs> that's not what this week's topic is about. Uh, this week, we're talking about what we mean when we say power exchange relationships shouldn't be hard, but they do require effort and hard work. And we've said that in a lot of different ways across 369 episodes. So let's actually talk about what we mean. Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday and now Monday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter slash X, whatever they want to be called today, at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram and technically threads at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS and the number one, so it's at Loving DS1, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. A big thanks, as always, to our kinky patrons over on Patreon, including our newest peeps. Uh, the reason we can be these weirdos on the internet is in large part due to our kinky community That's on Patreon. True. Very true. And we are grateful for every fucking one of you. We are. If you'd like to join our kinky community and get access to extra content and a Discord server with a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can do that. Just join us at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. That's patreon.com slash Kayla Lords, or use the link in the show notes. And yes, I'll keep talking even when you really need me to stop talking. I can't help it. No, I know you can't help yourself. Also, it's your fault you did it to me today. You put me in a good mood. I don't know what to tell you. you. Started Stop doing it. that. You're right, I did. You're right, I did. I have no regrets, but you're right, I did. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. the first thing uh, that I'm going to say is that next week, actually, Sunday, October 22nd, the Kinkery, JB Shop, our shop where I'm a shop elf, uh, is going to have a sale. Uh, but we won't be able to tell you about that until the middle of next week um, because of how the schedule we have. So I'm letting you know now that there's a sale coming up. And if you're like, ooh, I would like to buy Kinky Fuckery toys at a slightly discounted price, uh, you could subscribe to our newsletter. You'll one, get a 10% off coupon when you do that, but also you'll get notification about the sale when it happens. Mm-hmm. And actually with our email list, uh, they get perks like knowing about a sale. Sometimes like technically the day before, I'll be like, go ahead and use the coupon code now. Uh, <laughs> because I, I don't like, I'm not good with secrets. I want to tell you the good stuff. I don't want to hold it in. Um, <laughs> so yes, if you have been thinking about shopping uh, at the Kinkery or you want to shop again and you want to know about the sales, subscribe to the newsletter. We do not spam. We don't email often enough, quite frankly. (laughs) Once or twice a month is about it. Uh, We should do more, but we don't. Uh, The other thing is that we are going live for our monthly Friday night live stream thing we do on YouTube uh, this Friday, October 20th. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it's coming up. (laughs) We have a lot of stuff going on over the next few weeks. (laughs) And that's at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Assuming... Uh, mental and physical health is going well and there's no like 
craziness going on. We stay till about midnight our time. Every once in a while, uh, I get distracted and um, we're there a little bit longer, but not always. Um, so yeah, that is a part Q&A part. We just sitting around hanging out, bullshitting, talking about whatever. Uh, typically it goes back to food, <laughs> beverage, and whatever geeky nerdy things we're into. And we as like the collective group, that's what we end up talking One about. One never knows. One never fucking knows. Um, okay, so um, that is all I have for the announcements. Okay. So we'll get into the actual topic where we're gonna try to parse out what, how we view the idea that that we reject that relationships, power exchange or otherwise, are hard, right? That's a, con- I mean, I hear that. I've heard that almost my whole life. Somebody will say, oh, well, relationships are hard. Relationships are hard. And I absolutely internalize that. That's probably why I stayed in a bad relationship for 12 years. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, well, if relationships are hard, as the whole world has told me, and this is definitely hard as fuck. Clearly I'm doing something right because that's how relationships go. But as you and I have said to one another and to y'all over the years, what we've learned, I think probably together, but you might've figured it out before you met me, relationships aren't supposed to be hard, but they do require effort and hard work. So we're gonna talk about- Big difference between the two. Yes, and and if you haven't been in a relationship that's not hard, this requires you to put some effort in, you don't know the difference until you're in it. And it is night and fucking day. Mm-hmm. To the point that I'm, I'm would find, I find it both stressful and laughable to think that a relationship would be hard again in the future. Like I don't even have the tolerance for mm-hmm. it. Like, no, no, no. Do I need to work my ass off to do my part? Yes. And 90% of the time I'm capable of and willing to do that. Right. Uh, But is it supposed to be excruciating? No, (laughs) it's not (laughs) supposed to be excruciating. So we're gonna talk about how we view that. These are, as always, like our perspectives. Please know a couple things. One, we're talking about power exchange, but yes, to the person who's gonna try and tell me later that this applies to all relationships, we know it does. But we focus on power exchange here, so that's what we're gonna talk about. But yes, it's transferable. It's for every relationship type. Um, And two, this is how we see it and how we define hard or difficult and how we define effort. And it is okay if the things we say, oh, this is hard and not not what we want and not worth it, differ from the things that you feel are mm-hmm. hard and not worth it, okay? Just, and I, who am I trying to reach with this one? I think to a version of me out there that is slogging through an excruciating relationship. <laughs> because they've been told by everybody they know that relationships are hard and that is bullshit. And I just wanna, somebody out there needs to hear it. And I'm, I'm, I want it here, we'll tell you, it's bullshit. Let's talk about why. <laughs> Through the lens of power exchange specifically. Okay, so have you had, I'm gonna say yes, I think you have. Have you had relationships prior to us, obviously, that are just hard? Yes. Have you had power exchange relationships that? Even if you had to look back on it, you would go, that was just hard. Not really. That's good. That's good. That's good. No, the uh, the non-kink relationships that I'd been in were hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Same. Um, it, it was a, a struggle, a slog through mud. <laughs> yeah. 
And so you don't know usually till you're looking back right. at it and you realize, oh wait, that's not how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to be normal. Like things get normalized. Yes. It doesn't make them okay. Mm-hmm. And when you're in it and it's your day to day, especially if the people around you are in such similar situations, how do you know that there's something different or better yeah, out there? Yeah, and I, I think a lot of it comes down to, and, and I can say this for myself, um, it became almost like a comfort Because it's thing, the thing you know? Because it's the thing you know, and it's like, you know. Yeah, there there is something strong, powerful, and not always good about right. the, I'll take the devil I know, mm-hmm. <laughs> as opposed to the uncertain future right. that I don't have any experience yeah. with. Yeah. So, you know, and and that that was something very difficult mm-hmm. to, to break away from. Oh, yeah. Uh, from my experience, and again, I, getting away from a hard relationship, the kind that was not good for me, mm-hmm. um, I had to hit a, a breaking point, and I think most people do. I think the vast majority of people can be advised by the people who love them and, and genuinely care about them that, hey, this is not good for you. Hey, it doesn't have to be this way. You know, hey, you, you're putting up with shit you shouldn't put up with, like whatever mm-hmm. that might be. I mm-hmm. think many of us can't just hear that and go, oh, okay. We have to get to our own internal point of, okay, I'm done, I'm done. And the sad thing is some people never get there, um, True. but many of us do. And in my vanilla life, I, I remember it. I remember the moment that whatever had tethered me to that person, gone. Like the it had been stretched so thin by how hard everything didn't have to be, but was that once it snapped, you could have been dead to me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. oh, hope you don't get hit by a truck because I'm not even going to blink. This, this is going to be hard for you. Um, now, in my kink life, I've only had one other power exchange prior to you. And it was so short lived mm-hmm. that when that breakup occurred, you know, I could look back and go, yeah, uh, there was some some frenzy going on for me. Thankfully, not to the point where I put myself in harm's way, yeah. but to the point that I ignored some of my own internal voices that were like, mm. is this is this ex- exactly what you want? I was like, not even, I was ignoring all of that, right? Because it felt so good. And when it was good between me and that person, it was amazing. Um, but what I know now, and we've talked about this in different ways, like in last week's episode on being silly, uh, you know, I said that would have, we would not have stayed together long-term because I would have had to like not allow that side of myself free reign. Right, and I would have been sitting there just just right. bubbling under the surface and eventually it's going to break out. Exactly, yeah. and so I can also say that what that would have done was that that relationship would have become difficult. It would have become hard. Mm-hmm. Not because I was with a bad partner or because you know they were that douchey dom that wasn't real, it would be because we were on certain levels incompatible. Yeah. And when you try to force yourself to be what the other person, especially in power exchange, it's true everywhere, but especially yeah. in power exchange, when you try to mold yourself into the vision your partner has, but it's not true to who you are, mm-hmm. talking to all of my submissive friends out there who have found themselves in that situation, I, 
I think you're just, you're you're asking for that relationship to become hard. And the problem is, is that a lot of people will go, it is hard, but this is effort. I'm putting in effort to be who my, I'm gonna use some message here, to be who my Dom wants me to be. And that's how this is supposed to be. And, and see, that's, that's something that, you know, through the years have seen a lot of in relationships, um, you know, or hear somebody say, well, I really love this person. I really care for them, but they need to change. Oh, yeah. Then you don't okay. really love that then person. Then you don't really love that person. You love that idea of who that person is supposed to be for yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, and 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 even even sometimes I've come across it in, in kink, you know, mm-hmm. where, where, you know, someone says, well, you know, I, I want to break you and, right. you know, shape you in, into... There was a time when that whole I'm going to break you and then raise you up to be the submissive I want to be. I found that Mm -hmm. very, very hot. And quite frankly, I found it at a time when I had. I found it hot at a time when I had way too much control over my life because it was just me. It was just me and two little kids or it was me and a husband who didn't pull his fucking weight and I was over it and two little kids Mm -hmm. and I was tapped out on having to make every decision, having to control everything, having to you know, be the one, right? When that's not who I necessarily want to be all the time. I didn't know that at the time, but you know, looking back. So when I realized that I'm submissive, I'm kinky, I want a kinky relationship, I found it very intriguing and very erotic and something I was leaning towards this idea of breaking down a submissive to build them back up. Mm-hmm. I am at this point extremely skeptical of that because I've already had life break me the fuck down. I've had yeah. horrible partners <laughs> break me the fuck down and life didn't give a fuck cause it doesn't. And the partners weren't skilled enough to take care of my mental well-being. to to build me back up. Like I just, I find it, the fantasy of it is hot. I'll read that kinky fantasy all fucking day and get off on it and be like, Mm -hmm. yes, let's do this. But in real life, I think that if it has worked for anybody, like genuinely worked for somebody, that is the exception. That is not the fucking rule because most people can barely keep their own fucking shit together. How are they so savvy and so, much of an expert on on mental health and psychology that they mm-hmm. have the ability to quote break a submissive and then build them back up without that yeah. submissive having fucking trauma. Okay, <laughs> life traumatizes me enough. I don't yeah. need my dom to do it. Uh, what? <laughs> so you know, again, the fantasy of it sounds great, and there was that time in my early days where I was like, yes, that's what I want. Mold me into the submissive you want Mm -hmm, me to be. mm -hmm. Except the danger of that, and this is where that kinky relationship can become hard unnecessarily, Mm -hmm. is that if your definition of who I am supposed to be is not natural to who I am, is not the right fit for who I am, Mm -hmm. and does not allow the real me to express herself in the ways that are authentic to me. Mm -hmm. All I have done is put on a costume that doesn't fucking fit. Right. That's all I've done. And, and you know, now I've made everything unnecessarily hard. Let's let's move this into a a similar yet different thing. um, Where, where you hear a lot of people talking about uh, when it comes to brats. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, You know, I know the common term, to use his brat tamer. Yeah, and I think some people use that tongue in cheek. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I, I think, I don't know if this has been used, I don't believe I've seen it, but I think a more apt term would be brat handler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, yeah, if you tame the brat, then they're not a brat then anymore. Not a brat anymore. Then where's the fun? Right. Where's the fun? You know, and, and that was one of the things with with you when I met you, you know, your your sassiness and, and your sense of humor, you know, there was nothing that of you that I wanted to say that, you know, oh, you need to change for us to, right. you know, um, I loved you for who you are and what you are. Right. And and the, the pieces, parts of us needed to fit in a compatible way in order mm-hmm. for it to work. Now, I made a list of notes to try to to try to keep this from going off the rails. <laughs> a big part of that, and I think this is another place where people get confused about relationships are hard when they try to fit into the mold of either who they think they're supposed to be, who they think their partner wants them to be, or who mm-hmm. their partner wants them to be, is that you should not have to <laughs> fundamentally change everything about you to your core to fit for a person. Right. However, compromise is important. Yes. Like. Yes, I can be the sassiest, sassy McSasserson that ever fucking lived, but my compromise is I got to learn time and place. My compromise is I've got to learn that sometimes this mouth will get me in trouble. And regardless of my intentions, mm-hmm. you're going to read it the wrong way and it's going to hit you in the wrong way. And you get to have those feelings. And I have to decide that it's worth it to me to temper myself, to to tamp that down lightly in those situations because mm-hmm. I'm going to learn what you like what you don't like right. and then I have to make the decision is that enough you know is that something I'm willing to alter slightly it doesn't remove my sass it just might mean that I go oh he's in a bad mood this ain't the fucking time right, right. now right <laughs> yeah. or oh when I say that thing it comes across as disrespectful mm-hmm. not sassy okay how can I shift slightly like that to me <laughs> that compromise is an example, one of fucking million, of the effort, the hard work part. Because sometimes you just want to be out here fully in yourself, just doing whatever the fuck comes mm-hmm, to mind. Mm-hmm. And it hurts the person that you care about. And so then your job, once they've told you it, it's bothered them or that there's like a, a disconnect, is to decide what you're going to do about that. That is fundamentally fucking different from going, oh, Oh, this is who I am and who you approached and who I was and and said you wanted me to be your dom to your sub, sub to your dom. Mm-hmm. Oh, but this entire other list of characteristics is who I'm supposed to be to make you happy. <laughs> and I'm sure it happens on both sides of the slash. Yeah. I don't have any doubt about that. But I just from experience know it happens to a shit ton of fucking submissives. They go like, think about this. How many times do we get those emails of, well... My partner said I have to do this, 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 and that to be a, quote, good sub or to do submission, quote, right. Right, yeah. But I don't like any of those things, so does that mean I'm a bad sub? But no, it means you're, you're with the wrong the right, fucking person. You're, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're not doing something that's authentic to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, because I think that a lot of people get this kind of mixed up between relationships being hard mm-hmm. versus effort. And it's the fact that sometimes life is fucking hard. Yes. Life 
is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, life will throw you curveballs. We've talked about this a million times. We yeah. are in the ebb of the ebb and flow in life, and I'm looking forward to fucking flow, okay? Um, and it's made life hard. And sometimes hard, a hard life, a hard moment in life can tear people apart. It's so hard that they can't find their way kind of across that abyss. But in general, the healthiest relationships, power exchange otherwise, that I've ever come across, including our own, but mm-hmm. I mean, not just us, it's that when life gets hard, it might take us a minute because the stress will knock you the fuck out, mm-hmm. but we, go, okay, this thing is hard, we will deal with it together. It's that whole, it's not me versus you when there's conflict, it's us versus the problem. So when I say that relationships shouldn't be hard, I don't mean that life won't be hard. Life, like, let me say it again, life will fuck you up, okay? Oh yeah. Like, in our personal experience, death, injury, financial stress. Life life is very happy to throw the right. proverbial wrench into the gears. Right. But then for and I can't speak on it well, so I'm not going to try, but anybody living with chronic illness, chronic pain, you know, a disability that mm-hmm. means that their life is somehow fundamentally harder and that's a thing they have to deal with, right? Like all of that like that that will make your life hard. Those things will be yeah. hard. The person you're in a relationship with, God damn it, especially power exchange, where we're already making ourselves so vulnerable, so much more vulnerable than most of us do mm-hmm. in a vanilla relationship. That should be the thing that gives you strength, that yeah. gives you allow gives you a, a soft place to land or a place to lean or just a fucking team member. Like and, somebody and who's see for me, that was something you. that was something that was um difficult for me to accept in our relationship Uh, because in the past in most relationships I've had every time a problem came up oh well I guess you got it that's your problem you got it for you yeah yeah and that boggles my mind when I'll you'll be going through something and I'm like okay how can I help or oh here here's Mm -hmm. what I can I do this for you or oh you'll say I have this thing I'm like no no we have this thing we're going through and even now, after all this time, you always get this look of kind of like wonder on your face of like, what do you mean you're helping me? What the fuck you mean? I'm, what yeah. the fuck is that question? Not only am I your fucking wife, right? And mm-hmm. business partner. Yeah. I'm your submissive. Like it's in the job description that I will fucking help you. And that's the other thing. Life is hard enough. A yeah. partner should not make it fucking harder. They should not. And I think too many times people go back to that, oh, well, relationships are hard. Or, and this can come from just mental health. It can come from trauma. It can come from so many places. We internalize the, oh, if it's hard, it's my fault. If they're not, if they want me to change, that's a failing on my part. If this feels difficult, it is because I am somehow not doing something. And that one, I know from Mm -hmm. personal experience, that was, that is how I viewed a lot of life, probably until my mid thirties. If it was hard, I thought it was a failing on my part, that I wasn't enough, that I wasn't doing something right. Not that I was in the wrong situation with the wrong person. Because I didn't have the experience of being in a relationship where we're the right fit for one another. And 
we work together through the hard stuff. We put the effort in together to get through the hard stuff. Yeah. I didn't have that life experience at all. No, I mean, back to childhood, I didn't have that experience. So for me, it was a lot of what, what do I need to do? How do I need to fix it? What, how much mm-hmm. harder do I need to work? You know, what, yeah. and I would just take it all on my shoulders and go, life is hard, relationships are hard. Let me muscle through mm-hmm. and- But see, when you, when you do something like that in a relationship, whether it's a, a non-kink or, or kinky relationship, uh, you know, in the end, that is something that builds resentment. And oh, yes, yeah. that that then makes the relationship hard. Now the relationship is really <laughs> fucking hard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, when something like that happens, absolutely. And this is the thing I'll add to that because, whoo, I just had some flashbacks to my non-kink life. You can't communicate your way out of that with a partner. Like, we say all the time, if there's an issue in your relationship, you've got to communicate, you've got right. to talk to your partner. And yes, and that to me should always be the first line of defense. If there's something's not right, something's not working, attempt to communicate your needs, your thoughts, your feelings to your partner. That is how this is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. But, and this is another thing I put in my notes, one partner shouldn't carry the whole fucking thing all the fucking time. Now, sometimes we, we care, air quote this, carry each other because one of us can't give as much as we normally would. One of us is going through something. Right. One of us has an injury, an illness, a disability, like something. And yeah, you might c- carry, I want to air quote that because that sounds like, um, that sounds like the other person doesn't participate and that's not true. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you don't have all of your all to give. And so right. I'm going to pick up, air quote this slack and vice versa. That's fine. But, and I have had way too many non-kink relationships be this way for me not to recognize Mm -hmm. it now, there's not enough communication in your power exchange or otherwise if the other person's not fucking participating. That's true. That is very true. You can't communicate your way out of that. No, you can't. If someone's not, because there, there comes the other part to it, you know, it's not going to work unless both parties work together. Right. It goes back to where we did the episode over well over a year ago about being this is being teamwork. We mm-hmm. are a team. Yeah. We are trying to get to the thing together. And it goes right. back to it is not you and versus me in conflict. It is us versus whatever the problem is. Correct. Now sometimes it is not for us, but in some cases it's you versus the other person because the conflict is the relationship, right? Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. is the fact that the other person is not participating or the other person and in power exchange specifically, and we talked about this a little bit, I think last week or week before, that whole idea of dominance saying, oh, it was in our, our short form episode about getting your needs fulfilled as a submissive. We talked about this idea that there are just too many fucking air quote doms out there who think that the only thing that matters is getting their needs fulfilled because Correct. they're the dom and that's quote how this works. It's not how this that's fucking works. That's not how works. it works. Right, and at that point- it, It's a give and take. It that has, partner yeah. is the fucking problem mm-hmm. and it is you against them. Um, and that's one of those times you can't, you can't have enough, there are, there's no magic conversation that's gonna fix that. No. That is an incompatibility where this person does not deserve your time, energy, care, devotion, whatever, submission for mm-hmm. my sub friends out there. Um, they don't deserve it at all. And that relationship is too is hard when it, that's not how this is supposed to right. be. Right, I mean, you know, look at, look at our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, 10 plus years now? Yeah, yeah, since no one, this December will be 11 years since we've right. known each other. Yeah, so, you know, 
our relationship has changed and morphed and evolved mm-hmm. over those you to, know almost to fit 11 who years we are in to, the moment right mm-hmm. you know um there was a time i went you know got up every morning and went to work yeah you there know, was worked, a time you did worked, that worked, worked, worked <laughs> a job and you know now that had that and has what changed. submission looked like was a lot different then yes. because the needs of the relationship and our power exchange were different, were different in that life versus this life correct mm-hmm. and and you know we we talk about how We've talked about in the past how with with DS, um, you know, you have to be fluid. Mm-hmm. Goes for a relationship as well. Absolutely. You, know, you you have to be fluid. You have to be able to to change. I mean, you know, at that at that point, going back early on, I went to I went to a job every day. You were at home, building your freelance career. So, and taking you know, care of children at home for take, the first time in my fucking life. Taking care of kids. You, no you at that time, daycare. you were doing laundry. You were, you know, cooking domestic the meals. Domestic goddess. Yeah. I was a domestic troll at best, but I tried. <laughs> oh, I did my you best. Did. You did. A, you <laughs> did a damn goblin? good job. No. 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 You did a damn good job. But then things flipped. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I had to readjust. You know, I took over a lot of the household roles. Here's the thing that if our relationship wasn't, we weren't who we are with mm-hmm. one another. If we were not right for one another, this is how I can see how life would have become hard in our power exchange. When you retired, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. from your career, um, I had built up, we did that for, we did that because you got out of the, the whole episode. Yeah. I think it's episode 82 in the archives. Yeah. Um, but um, I, you were able to do that with a bit of confidence because I had built my business up so that Correct. it could fund our life for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but because you had been working out of the home and I'd been working in the home, I'd still been trying to do a lot of the domestic stuff. Correct. Because your job wasn't just 40 hours a week. It was also the commute. It was also the aggravation. There was just a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. And I was home so I could do those things right. a little bit more easily. And the old me, who would have thought that um, whoever I was on day one is who I was supposed to be for fucking mm-hmm. ever, um, would have tried to keep doing that, would have tried to say, well, my responsibilities mm-hmm. as, as a, a business partner, yeah. are, here's my career, as a, a person who participates in this relationship, I gotta bring in some money so we can eat and pay the mortgage. But as a right. submissive, here's how I serve domestic chores, cooking, like a lot of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, and that was mm-hmm. tied to my submission. Old me would have gone, well, that's just what I got to keep doing because that's who I am because that's who I was, you know, two years ago. So that's who I got to be today. And it would have made the relationship hard because that would never have been fucking sustainable. Right. The hard work, the effort that has to be there for a relationship was me overcoming a lot of my insecurities to sit you mm-hmm. down and go, okay, I'm happy to be the breadwinner. I have done that before in my relationships. I can do that again. What I can't do, because it's what I did in my previous relationships, I cannot also be your domestic fucking goddess. Right. Goblin, whatever. Right. Um, We have to renegotiate what we Mm -hmm. do in our life that is not about our power exchange. Keeping a fucking household going is not about our power exchange. That's just fucking life. We got to live it. But also that will take away service that I do. So how do we replace that? 
And that yeah. was an uncomfortable conversation to me because my previous experience said, if you agree to do this thing, you just do it until you fucking die, until yeah. the wheels fall off. You, you, never, mm-hmm. you never change. I was... I was probably late, late 30s before I finally embraced the idea that, you know, the thing I do in this one moment will will never be the thing I do forever. Like, regardless of how much I love a routine and I, like, just can't handle things changing too abruptly, the reality is, is that it's the ebb and flow. And so I initiated restructuring our power exchange and Mm -hmm. renegotiating our power exchange. And that was an example of hard work slash effort. Yeah. Because if I had not done that, I would have made our relationship hard. Right. And that, no, nope, we weren't doing and that, that. And that is something, and I, that was kind of a pivotal point for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, what, you, what you're saying about how, how it was handled, you know, it, it makes me think about, you know, this, this line from a song, change isn't permanent, but change is. Sure. You know, it, it everything's always going to change. And always changing. Yep. And I don't like it. My routine-oriented <laughs> brain doesn't like it. But it's going to happen regardless. <laughs> I want to know what to expect every moment yeah. of every day. Thank you. <laughs> you know, and, and the reason that that was pivotal for me was because up until that time, I had always had a job. Mm-hmm. Whether I was working for someone or I had my own business. Right. You, yeah. You know, I, I got up every morning, I went out to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and that was a, a huge shock for me. And it did take me some time to get over it and, and, and adjust. Right. Because that was part of your identity, especially yeah. You were born and raised a man in today's patriarchal society, right? Like the whole concept of who you are as a man is tied to the money you earn and how you take care of a family and the job mm-hmm. you have. And whoo, yeah, we we do love to like, you know, shoot down patriarchy wherever we can. And <laughs> this was a moment. Right. right. Um, I, so, you know, and and that I, I think was a point where, you know, I realized you know, yeah, this and and this isn't going to be permanent. At some point, it's going to change. And, and the funny you know, thing is, what is it going to become we then? We understand that things will change, and yet I'm still always surprised by how they change. Not that they change, yeah, because it's always something I would never have expected. I have. It's not easy, mm-hmm. but I have had to learn not to try to predict the future because I get it fucking wrong every time. Yeah, this 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 thing we do couldn't couldn't have predicted it, right? Just couldn't have predicted yeah. it. Yeah. Um. I would like to touch on what we mean by effort versus okay. when it's hard. I think a lot of people can probably think back to a relationship or maybe you're thinking of a current one and you're like, oh, yeah, I know hard. But the the effort side of it, the hard work, mm-hmm. right, which is to me the distinction. The relationships are not should not be hard, but they do require hard work. They do require effort right? because you are two or more people who are constantly – morphing and changing and growing and having experiences that fucking alter everything, your life, your brain chemistry, everything, right? Um, And unless you go live in a little cave somewhere, it's always gonna happen, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So what does effort look like, I guess, is, is that part? How would you- How how would I I describe that? Oh. Wow. I I know. I can only do it kind of through examples. I can't really define it. Yeah. The thing that comes to my mind when I think about it, though, is that 
when I was in relationships that were hard, Mm -hmm. it was almost too easy not to really care about the other partner. There was resentment. Mm -hmm. There was, you know, this feeling that I was a little bit on my own. Um, before I finally went, yeah, I, we need a divorce, get, get the fuck out. Yeah. And I finally hit that point. There was a feeling of just not wishing I didn't have to be around them. Wish, you know, just wishing everything could be different. Right. Because everything was so fucking hard. The past few years for us, by our personal standards, your results will vary. Life <laughs> has been hard. Yes. There have been some hard things, mm-hmm. right? That have, <laughs> we've had one after the other that have thrown at us for a while there challenged yeah. us stressed us scared us yeah. you know sleepless nights like mm-hmm. there's been shit and yet in the middle of all of that while i might want to escape the stress and like yes i can make up the scenario in my head of what life could look like it's never a removal of you or me from the situation. It's never, it's always how are we going to get through Mm -hmm. it? Because it is a we, because that's the thing about effort. It's a give and take back and forth. It's a moment where there's no question about whether you're in it together or not. When a relationship is hard, I think you feel very much alone. Mm -hmm. When life is hard, but you have a partner that's fucking participating, you it's still hard but sometimes you feel you just feel less alone i'm not going to say everybody just never feels alone when they're with the right partner Mm -hmm. who's putting in the effort because we mental health will will fuck you up and stuff you're going through that maybe your partner just cannot possibly understand will change how you view that right like i'm not i'm not going to try and say that's just how it always is but when we are connected to one another we've talked about this a lot right in the Mm -hmm. past it's easy to become disconnected in your power exchange because life will fuck you up when we are connected, I know I'm not alone in whatever's going on. When we disconnect, yeah. I do feel slightly alone, but I hate that feeling and what I'm trying to change is not the situation we're mm-hmm. in, but the disconnect because we are stronger together right. than apart. When when one of us like freaks out and goes off on this stress venture, <laughs> and the yeah. one, other one freaks out and goes in a different direction on a different stress venture, Mm-hmm. We are not working together. We are no. not putting in the effort. We are flailing by ourselves and everything gets harder. When we calm our tits just a little bit and we sit down, <laughs> look each other in the eye and go, I fucking love you. Do you still fucking love me? Right. right. And we yeah. have that moment where we're like, that's right. You're my mm-hmm. person and I chose you. And yes, I don't want you to go anywhere. Right. Then we're putting in the effort to get back to one another because that's what we want ultimately. And we both want it and we both know we mm-hmm. want it. And if there ever comes a point where one of us doubts it, all we have to do is go, Yeah. do you want me? Do you wanna be here? And the answer is a resounding yes that we feel in our fucking soul, in our gut. Like there's not a question about it. When a relationship is hard, there's lots of questions about it. Yeah. There can be denial, I'm not gonna lie to you. I fooled myself for 12 goddamn years, right? Mm. They'll change, they'll be better, they'll be, they're saying the right things, but their actions aren't. That's the other thing. Effort is, he says, I'm gonna go do this thing. I'm gonna work on this. I apologize and I will not repeat that behavior. And then that's what fucking happens. When the relationship is Mm -hmm. hard and it's not mutual effort, a person can say all the right fucking things and then never follow through at fucking all. If you wanna know, are we both putting in the effort of a relationship and the hard work? you're both participating to the extent that you can. And it's not just empty words. Mm -hmm. And 
my experience tells me when the relationship is hard, it's a lot of empty words. It's a lot of, I'll say yeah. the thing that the other person needs to hear. And in power exchange, that's really scary because how many of us it, have had those relationships often online, but not always, mm -hmm. where they say everything right. They talk about all the things that we're gonna do together, how they're gonna be your dom, how they're gonna be your sub. They're saying <laughs> everything right. And they're like, literally like replicating the fantasy you've had in your head. And then maybe you come together or maybe life gets a little tough and it's like it it never happened. It's just, it's. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that kind of comes down to, you know, the old adage, walk the walk, don't talk the talk. Yeah. Yes. All right. Because, you know, actions do speak louder than words, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. and I said that often enough, you know, yes, words are good. You have to have words because yeah. we, we have to communicate. But what are their actions? What are they right. doing? What's the follow through? You know, mm -hmm. and and that that is something that has cemented our relationship even more because through through everything we have been through over the years, good and bad. I know you're there and you've got my back. I still get annoyed and when you're surprised by it. I'm I know. Like, Bitch, I know. I've been here. Why are you looking surprised now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and you know, I, I hope you can say that I have your back as well. Wouldn't be you here know. otherwise. I don't, look, I do, a, I do a lot of fucked up shit and I will fuck up, but I don't repeat mistakes. And I went through a 12 year mistake. And I will never be there yeah. again. I'm a lot harder now than mm -hmm. I was because of that. I can, even if I'm not quite right, my intuition will go, that's a situation that will, is like that other one. And I'm like, okay, yeah. we steer away from that. I just don't even have the tolerance for it anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, you know, you're asking about, about effort. Um, I, I think the best way I could explain that is, you know, there are times, um, you know, kind of like last night. All right. Um, I was cooking, so technically it was your turn to do dishes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I know you were out running around, boy, at appointment. You had errands and stuff. So, you know, I went ahead and preloaded the dishwasher. Yeah, you'd done half you. the dishes before I, I even got I, home. You know, before you even got home, that was done and dinner was cooking. You know, I didn't sit there and say, well, you know, I'm not going to worry about it. She's doing the dishes tonight. No, you're off. You've got so much going on. You're going to be just as tired. Let me take care of this so it's less for you when mm -hmm. the time comes. Ironically, you last week when I was cooking like all fucking week, I mean, you were doing mm -hmm. dishes all, all week. Yeah. Oh, that's such a drag. If you're not the person who likes to cook or likes to do the dishes yeah. to do it every fucking day right Ugh. so by the end of the week i was doing as many of the dishes for you as i cook so i was like right it is his turn this is the agreement we made and he right. has not asked for something different mm -mm. but also i i know how much of a drag this can be what can i do to help how can i alleviate and part of that's me being a service up like that's mm -hmm. just part of it but part of it is the partnership it's right. the, I'm thinking of your well-being as much as I'm thinking of my own. And often, because I am a service sub, I'm thinking of your well-being more mm -hmm. than I'm thinking of my own. Right. You are a caregiver dom. You are absolutely thinking of my well-being. Caregiving is right. right there in the fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> but but there again, too, you know, you know, someone may say, well, you know, what are you doing that for? She's your sub. You know, you, you know. I don't have a lot of know, tolerance for that bullshit. No, that and that's exactly what it is. It's bullshit. Because... You know, I could cook every night of the week and you could do the dishes and, and you'd just drag down like, no, that's what she does. Oh, I know. That's a, okay? a lack of empathy and, that just 
fucking pisses me and, off. And, and yet, you know, I've said this time and time again, time and time again, you know, as a sub, you can only give so much. And if your well isn't filled, you've got nothing left to give. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you need some of that back just as much. Right. And I think that's where that we go back to the teamwork thing, right? Yeah. Like the power exchange. And this is where I do think people get confused and they tend to be people either with not a lot of experience or they're stuck in their one true wayism. I don't have much tolerance for that either. I have no tolerance for that. Let's be real. Um, where in the power exchange, the dom does this, the sub mm-hmm. does that and never the twain shall meet, right? Like it's a give and yeah. take, but oh, there's a child texting me, they'll mm-hmm. wait. Um, but there's this, you know, there's this very clear demarcation of what you do versus what I do. Yeah. And the reality is, is that that is perfect world scenario. Mm-hmm. That is how we want it to work on a good day, on an ideal day. In an ideal world, the things we negotiate and navigate and say, you do these things and I do that, is how we want it to work. But the reality is, Mm -hmm. is that life will get in the fucking way, especially when life gets hard. And so there has to be this expectation that that's, one, that's just not how it's going to work all the time. And two, there needs, in, in in a healthy relationship, there is, enough empathy to look at the other person and quite frankly this is how it should be in any relationship to look at the other person not just for what they provide because of their role dom or sub but for who they fucking are as a person right Mm -hmm. like yeah i'm your surface sub and i have x y like i got this list of shit i do right and then there's the things i just do without being asked because it brings me joy and it helps you and all of that but also i'm gonna when we've talked about this i'm gonna get sick I'm going to be tired. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. have a hard day. Um, you know, I, I think it was you that sent this to me in a reel. Well, back or at least told me about it in mm-hmm. some way. And I wish I remember who it was to give them credit. And you may know. But it, it was like a, a relationship hack, I guess, so to speak, mm-hmm. where the couple would check in with each other mm. where where were you at today oh i'm i'm brene I'm, brown it was okay. Brene brown yeah, yeah yeah okay um you know i'm, I'm kind of at 40 percent mm-hmm. today and you know can i pick up the other yes 60 if we're trying to get to 100 right right, right. Mm-hmm. and and i that that's a marvelous thing mm-hmm. and and the the reality is and i this is not just if you're like us and you're 24 7 and you live together and you're building a life together this is true even if you're online only you're long distance you're Mm. situationally power exchanging right like there are specific times when you are and specific times when you're not right having empathy for the other person means you're gonna do a put a little bit more or different effort in to help them as a human being and because they are in this relationship with you and not say, well, that sucks to suck. I'm the Dom. You said you'd do this, do this thing. And mm-hmm. there, t- and I'm going to blame Doms and it's not just Doms. And I know that, but there are too many air quote Doms who think that they want a thing and the person said they would do the thing. And then that's all that matters. Now there are subs out there. I've, I've seen them. I've not come across them personally, but, I lurk online <laughs> who think that their dom is a kink dispenser. And it's like, well, in yeah. here, and I'll tell you the irony. There are a lot of people who are like, well, they said they would do this thing. They're supposed to do this thing. It's like, okay, have just, just a, a, 
a little bit of empathy and go, but what's actually going on? The other problem though, and this mm-hmm. is where I think that not always, but a lot of submissives will some, are sometimes putting in more effort than their partner is and or mm-hmm. the relationship is hard and it's not a mutual back and forth, hard work, teamwork kind of thing. Because I have gotten recently too many messages and emails from submissives who are like, my dom does literally nothing that they agreed to do, but I know that they're super stressed and I know they have a hard job and I know there's a lot going on. And here's the thing, Mm -hmm. that can still be an okay situation of where life just got hard and now the effort that you might be putting in as a submissive is to try to be understanding and empathetic and blah, blah, blah. But there will come a point and I don't know who's where your line in the sand is, but there ought to come a point where it's like, yeah, but where Dom who is stressed and can do none of the things you agreed to do, where the fuck is just a, a tenth of some effort? Where is a sincere conversation with me? Where is, hey, you had 10 minutes where you were like, the life wasn't fucking you up. Can we try to connect? Where is the attempt to keep a connection open? Mm-hmm. And every time I read, I know that my own past colors how I look at it. I understand most of my biases. But when I get those messages of somebody who's like, they said they would do this, they said they would do that, they said they would do this, and they do none of it. And I talk to them and I bring it to their attention and and I know how stressed they are and I know how busy they are. And I'm like, you know what? John Brownstone was with his both sister and mother as they were fucking dying. And I never once doubted my dom. You couldn't do the dom things, but you did your best in these high fucking tension moments to stay connected to me as you could. So my tolerance for, I can never do these things that I keep telling you I'm gonna do because of stress is a little bit lower because this is one of those few moments and it won't, it does not fit every situation, okay? If they wanted to, they would. Now, the if they wanted to, they would thing is a slippery slope because sometimes you wanna do a lot of shit that you physically cannot fucking do, okay? That's not what I'm talking about here. If my dom is going through a high stress time, like, you know, the past four fucking years have been in different ways at different times, I'm not shuttled to the side we will no. have a conversation and you will go, here are the things, I, ca- I can't do this, I'm trying to do that. We do get into, and a lot of people do, we do get into that thing of we we try real hard to, to keep maintain it and mm-hmm. then it gets too much, but we don't wanna let the other person down so we don't say anything and then one of us has to like yank it out of the other and we get into an unnecessary argument and right. then we're like, once the dust <laughs> settles, we actually work through it and go, oh, okay, we still like one another. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when I say if they wanted to, they would, it's not that they, they, whoever they is, would do everything they said they would do. Mm-hmm. It's that they, and in this case, Power Exchange, will at least try to stay connected. Oh yeah. They will, I mean, you, know, you know, they will send a text even though they've got no time for anything else. They will make some amount of effort. When we're talking about this specifically, being hard versus hard work, mm-hmm. they will, to the extent that they have the energy and the capability, they will put in what their level of hard work can be. And that will right. change and vary. I mean, for, but look, they will when, I, when I was down taking care of my mother and I was staying there, 
I looked forward to talking to you in the evening because that was like my one little thread to sanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, our relationship was meaning is meaningful enough that that thread to sanity is there's a spark. It's a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Is it our full ass fucking power exchange? Of course not. Circumstances would not would were not allowing for it. But the connection was there. You didn't go down there and go through a high stress situation and do what way too fucking many people do and go, I'm just not gonna communicate with you for the next eight weeks because I have to focus on this fucking thing and I can't focus on you. Now, sometimes I'll be charitable. Sometimes it's because that person has convinced themselves that if they can't give their full 100%, it is not worth it to give even a 1%. And the problem is, is the partner who's left behind is like, I would take your one fucking percent Mm -hmm. because it's that, important to me and you were off doing some of the hardest things we have to do as human beings in our whole fucking life you've done it twice now hopefully we can just stop now yeah right and all you had was one percent to give and you still fucking gave it that was the effort you could put in because if you wanted to you would and that's the fallacy i think you know people get into and and i think sometimes it's from from cis men with toxic masculinity and patriarchy fucks us all over. And that's an example of it where I can't give you 100%, so I'll give you nothing. I'll just, I'll I'll focus on this one situation and pretend nothing else exists for whatever a person's reasons might be. Mm -hmm. But all you do is you just now have made that relationship hard because you're not even giving your 1% of effort. 1% of effort is a text a day. There were times that's all you could do. Yeah. I got a good morning text or I got a middle of the day text. You had 10 seconds to yourself and you know what you did? You were like, I want to I want to talk to my baby girl for these 10 fucking mm-hmm. seconds because that's all I have. So when I say if they wanted to, they would, that's what the fuck I mean. It doesn't mean you do every single thing you want to do. That's not possible. Like our bodies won't allow it. Our minds won't allow it. Our lives won't allow it. But you'll still put in the effort. Yeah. And that, and that is where I see tends to be the air quote doms and sometimes the toxic subs who talk the the big game but if it can't be exactly as they negotiated they don't want it they don't want to put the effort in they did the quote hard thing by going here we'll do this thing and then the moment there's a challenge somewhere maybe yeah. life gets hard maybe something gets weird but see, they remove that, all effort from and, it, and see and that's done. that's that's the fallacy of it all i think that a lot of people fall into it well we we did the hard work up front to negotiate the relationship mm-hmm. okay and and what each of us expect and are going to do mm-hmm. so it's done we don't have to do anymore yeah Shit. okay no no it, we're it's just not, getting started yeah that's just the beginning <laughs> well and you, you know, know when you negotiate the parking you negotiate it again in this ideal world yeah. when everything is going exactly perfect here are the things we will do mm-hmm. and it's as you start to live your power, and I don't mean you live together 24 seven. I mean, you start to live life with power exchange as part of it. Right. Then you have to start the, and this is where, this is effort and this is hard work. The navigation of, okay, it's not an ideal day. So how do mm-hmm. we do this? How, right. What does this look like I mean, when life's gone to shit? <laughs> you know, I, I, I know I have a thing. I, I guess I like using the house analogy, you know, because I always said, in the, you know, years ago, the foundation is, you know, your and, and everything else. But you know, it's 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 like a house. You don't just buy a house 
and and it's effortless. Right. You know, you do nothing. No, there there's maintenance. There's upkeep. There's this. There's that. You got to put in the effort. Right. You got to put in the freaking effort. And if you're not willing to put in the effort with this person, this person is not your person. I'm not saying the effort's easy. You might not want it to be hard. I don't think any of us want the hard work. Like I'm willing to put the effort in. I just wish sometimes it wasn't hard work. I wish sometimes JB communicated with me perfectly. The moment the disconnect occurred, we had a conversation. That's not how this works, right? Mm -hmm. But there's never a point, no matter how hard life gets or how how frustrated we get with one another because some things repeat and you know, the issues we have have repeated over the years, even as they get a little bit easier each time. But it's never not worth it to me. Right. So if like you're a person in a power exchange going, but I don't want to put in the effort, then get the fuck out of there and leave that person alone mm-hmm. to go find their person, right? And if you're the person who's like, I put in all the effort and they put in none of the fucking effort and this relationship is hard, they're not your person and they're not worth your time. No. It'll hurt. I'm not telling you pulling back from them or getting out of that or whatever. It won't hurt. Of course it will. It can be a heartbreak. It can feel like you've just spent all this time and all this energy now that's wasted. I think I'm not good with uh, economics, y'all. I think it's the sunk cost fallacy. It's this idea, I'm not, oh, I'm gonna say it wrong on on economics things, but it's this idea that you've put in so much money, time, effort, Mm -hmm. that if you back away and withdraw, that money, time, effort, whatever is a waste. And so people will stay because of how much they've already put into (laughs) it. I think I got that right. Somebody correct me if I'm okay. wrong, but I think that's how sunk cost fallacy works, how I understand mm-hmm. it, okay? Mm-hmm. And so there are absolutely people who will go, well, I've been together with them all this time. We've negotiated this power exchange. It was great 10 years ago, even though it sucks right now. You know, I've worked so hard. I've, I've, I did the hard part of meeting mm-hmm. the person and trusting mm-hmm. them, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then they go, well, I can't back out now. I did that for 11 years and 364 fucking days. And then on that 365th day, I went, nope, I'm done. Because it wasn't worth what I had put in anymore. I'd gotten so little back that I I finally, finally heeded my best friend's advice and went, I can do bad by my damn self. I kind of wish more people would embrace that way of thinking. (laughs) If you are not adding to my life, if you are not enhancing it, if I'm not a better sub because of the dominant that I have, what the fuck are we doing here together? If Mm -hmm. I, you know, if life, sometimes life is really fucking bleak. And if your person is not at least a little bit, at least some of the time, your bright spot, what the fuck are you doing there? Right? I mean, one thing I have always believed since coming into the uh in, into the lifestyle as your dom i should not be breaking you down i should be building you up and as your sub i am going to support you but as a grown-ass woman who's been through some shit, i'm only gonna support a person who supports me the fuck back i'm not a doormat no. i'll bend my knee i will lay on this ground for you i will beg you to walk on me because that sounds hot sometimes in certain situations but i'm not a fucking doormat i will put in as much work as you will put in now Mm -hmm. the reality is is sometimes because we go back to where we talked about the relationships being 50 50. sometimes the amount of effort you can give is not the same amount of effort i can give sometimes what you are able to do and how much energy you have and what's going on for you as an individual Mm -hmm is going to mean that you don't have as much to give. 
But because you have given so much over the years, it is much easier to go, I can give extra. I can keep us going. I can be the one, the strong one, the whatever one, the organized one. Mm -hmm. The difference though is the moment I start to feel like, oh shit, I can't, I can come say something to you. Because we're a team. Right. Right? We're doing this together. Mm-hmm. And it's okay that sometimes JB's at a ten percent for the day, and if, even if I don't have ninety percent, sometimes my forty five percent is enough to get us fucking through. Right, right? gets it gets it through. Because yeah. the difference is, I go back to what I said: we can't all give a hundred, but even at your worst moments, at the lowest you've ever been, you had at least one percent to give. Yeah, you were still gonna make sure that. We, that through line between the two of us with our power exchange and our relationship, there was a connection. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what makes the difference. It goes back to what we said, I think, at the top, though. We, you say the things and then you follow through. I said I would do the things and I do them. You say you'll do the things mm-hmm. and you do them. So guess what? Now I have the trust to understand that, that you will. And when you don't, that means there's a problem and we need to talk about it and figure out what do you need that you're not mm-hmm. getting. When his, I mean, I can watch your mental health tank. I can see it as it's happening because you, yeah, you, well, we live together, so I look at you every fucking day. Right. But two, like I know you well enough, and that is a moment where sometimes I have to pull back and go, "You don't have any fucking thing to give." But where, how, how are we going to navigate this together? And there are times where you haven't been the dom you want to be, but you have always still been a team player it's always been like okay i'm still in this i'm not fully myself you know depression life situations money stress injury right like yeah first you got hit by a fucking car (laughs) can we please never do that again believe me it's not on my Uh, list of things to do again okay you know tried it once didn't like it cross that off the bucket list okay yeah um And so obviously there were times you weren't the dom you wanted to be because you'd been the partner and the dom you had, you know, it it wasn't easy, but it was worth it to yeah. put in more effort than you could put in. Mm-hmm. But those are situational and those are understood. And it's never one of us doing it 100 percent of the time and the other one doing zero percent <laughs> of the time. I mean, it's just not how it works. You know, I've told you I've been through financial difficulties before. Mm-hmm. And um, not saying that I like what we're going through right now, mm-hmm. or have been going through, but um, I'm glad it is us together. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm not. I wouldn't want to just go through something with another person so I could say I'm not alone. And a mm-hmm. lot of people get stuck in relationships because they just don't want to be alone, even right. if that other person sucks. And that is really true of power exchange, especially if somebody is in a bit of a frenzy. But I'm glad I'm going through it with you because I've been through some of the things we're going through, not the getting hit by a car, haven't been through that with somebody else, but some of the things we've been through, I went through them in my 20s. And let me tell you, am I pissed that I'm in my 40s? (laughs) Life is repeating itself, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But I went through it in a relationship was that was hard with the other person was not my partner i've been through that i can tell the difference and that is how it's like yeah i'll i'll pick up the slack for the time i need to do it because 
I know you're going to pick up the slack when it's your turn. Yeah. And and that's a knowing thing. I can't give anybody a checklist of look for these behaviors and you'll know if your partner is putting an effort. Okay. It's it's a thing I think you just feel in your bones. You just, yeah. you know right. when the other person is in it with you because mm-hmm. of all of their past actions. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I'm sorry, I've been called out. Um, Silence said, we know you've tried it twice. You're right. I, I forgot. I forget about the first time. Um, we talked about, I think, last month when I was hit by a car on a bicycle. Oh, when you were younger. When I was younger. Oh, I forget. About, yeah. I was not a so, part yeah, of that see, one, so I don't worry about I, that. I tried it once, tried it again. It is definitely not something I want to do. And I said it wrong. <laughs> you got hit by a literal fucking car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so I think I have thoughts on this, and I think those thoughts make me ranty. Blame my past yeah. relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I think I've. I think I've ranted and made my throat hurt I, as much I, as I, I can think, now. You know, I, I think there was a lot to be said for this. You know, um, and and to just kind kind of coin it into a a, a nutshell. Dude, you're better than me if you could put you it know, all in a nutshell. Um, relationships shouldn't be hard. Mm-mm. Are they work? Do they take effort? Yes. And and it takes both parties to put that work and effort in. And sometimes the, the situation you find yourself in is hard. Long distance, that's hard. That's hard, yeah. And, and a lot of people can't and won't do it because it's it's too hard for them. That's like that. That's their mm-hmm. point they're not going to go through. That's fine. That's fine. That to me is an example of life being hard. The connection mm-hmm. between you and the other person, god damn it, especially in power exchange where like you just you just flay yourself open for the other person every moment mm-hmm. of the fucking mm-hmm. day. That should not be hard. No. The situation, yeah, sometimes it, it is. It just yeah. life is gonna fuck us. Mm-hmm. All of us. But if the other person is not your bright spot, the thing that no matter how dark and bleak it gets, you go, but they're there. They're there. Yeah. And that feeling and the effort you're putting in is not being reciprocated? No. 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 You cannot, by yourself, outwork a relationship that is is, is broken from the beginning. No. You, you can't. The, I say it as somebody who tried mm-hmm. <laughs> for 12 goddamn years. You can't work hard enough for the other person to make the whole thing work. You no. just can't. But I can rant about this forever, and we've got to stop at some yes, point. So I think, I think uh, that uh, that's all I got. Mm-hmm, I, I could mm-hmm. keep going. I don't. I know I don't, you could. You always could. I know. I don't know how to wrap <laughs> this one up. I hope somebody out there. You don't have to have a light bulb moment, but maybe there's a little spark in mm-hmm. you that goes, "Oh, maybe I have some things to think about," or right. Oh. Maybe I need to reconnect. Maybe what we're, we are is disconnected and we need to reconnect. Maybe that person's not worth my fucking time. Like whatever, whatever spark mm-hmm, <laughs> may, have, mm-hmm. may have been lit for you. I hope that, that this could help. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So uh, are we are we good? Yeah, we'll do a bonus section. I don't know what we'll talk about, but okay. we'll do it. All right. <laughs> okay. Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all. We'll see you next week. And also, Friday night. Daddy. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets? Instead of ranting at them.
I'm probably pissing somebody off. <laughs> Go ahead. Talk to the crickets. Okay. I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> you got anything? Yeah, I do. Okay. Matter of fact. Okay. So um, last weekend, this past weekend, the uh, 18-year-old was home. Yes. And uh, he took the motorcycle endorsement course and passed and he now has his um motorcycle endorsement mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh this entire week he and i have been conversating about going back and forth about him purchasing a motorcycle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah yeah i have <laughs> all the thoughts you and do feelings. you do you do and somebody out there is going why don't you just tell your kid he can't okay well uh, if i wanted him to rush out and do it within five minutes that's exactly what i would do i would go you can't do that you're not allowed uh i'd get the biggest fuck you and he'd do it faster right now like letting him know that you know it's i i'm anxious for him but yeah He's at least taking it slow. He is. He's he's taking it slow. He's taking it very seriously. Um, he is not looking to buy something that is um, fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he he's not looking. He's looking at starter bikes. Yeah, know, as he should. Yeah. I just. Mm, mm, I, mm, I'm. St- I think. Mm, as somebody who got hit, not hit like in, in a in a scary crazy way but as somebody who got tapped by a car on his electronic scooter i'm i'm just as um concerned uh more so for the motorcycle and how that will go um so yeah that's a big thing that we've been doing you might be going over uh, this weekend, yeah, I'll to, be going him. up there to go look at some bikes. Yeah, and you, yeah, you're making that trip without me, and mm-hmm. that's okay. I'll just never sleep again if he gets, when he gets a motorcycle. Not because I have a problem with with anybody being on motorcycles. You have a mm-hmm. fucking motorcycle. We have dreams. I can't call them plans. They are dreams of when you replace it right. and what you'll replace it with, and how we're gonna like you know. Yeah, and and you're right. It's not. Yeah, it's it's dreams right now. So. But when you got hit by a literal fucking car, you've been riding <laughs> for how many fucking years? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that child got into a car, an accident that nearly totaled our car. When he'd been driving for three months. Yeah. And he was at least in a car. <laughs> so, pardon me if I'm skeptical. Anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Um, thanks, Huntwing, for uh, the little reminder in live chat. We do want to say thank yes. you uh, for a super chat we got in the middle of the stream. Um, I... I read that as light blue dev, but I don't know how the mm. other person actually means for their name to be read. So hello and thank you. And that yeah. is very, very generous. Um, and they said, thank you for that very real section about people not being skilled, educated, evolved or whatever enough to break someone down and build them back up. That's <laughs> just immature and dangerous nonsense. You were fucking mm-hmm. right. Yep. I, that, that's where that's true, true. The, the fantasy trying to become reality. And mm-hmm. yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been going back and forth with him uh, all week. You know, he's been looking at bikes, asking me, you know, what? 
what I think is a good deal and, you know, the best way to purchase one. And I have, I have, if, if I didn't know my kid, I would say a lot more, but I know <laughs> my kid, he's made many major life decisions out of pure pettiness because somebody told him he couldn't. So, right. No, I'm, no. But you know what? He, he, I, He bought a really good helmet. All right. And, you know, I, I know how he is myself. I didn't really um, push the issue. I, you know, told him, you know, this is what. And, and he went out and got himself some good safety gear. I know. You know, so he's, he's taking it seriously. He's, he's thinking about what he's doing. I know. I just I know. I know. But he also had I feel bad for him. We he came home for the weekend. We dropped him off Sunday yeah. afternoon. And that's when he discovered that his electronic scooter had been stolen. Mm-hmm. Um he still has not gotten me the information I need to put the claim in. I, I don't he wouldn't actually get a lot back, but it, he spent so much money on the damn thing. It's like this is what runner's insurance is for. So yeah, so that's that's that kid. A fourteen-year-old is being a fourteen-year-old. Yeah, and I'm once again. So fourteen-year-old has own stuff, and um, you know a lot of anxiety, and that has sort of affected how he navigates life. Mm. And some of that has been worked on, and and he is. His true self is shining through, mm-hmm. including the fact that he's a 14-year-old child. <laughs> yeah. And he, we're at a stage now um, where I'm like, oh, this is why some eat their young in the wild. Okay. And you know what's funny? We had that with the 18-year-old. Okay? Yeah. We absolutely fucking had it. Um, you can get away with it. You know, like, can't we just lock him in a closet <laughs> till he's 18? <laughs> It's called abuse. No, you cannot. I know. Right? Um, yeah. Darn. But it's sort of like it's sort of like childbirth where you go through it and it's really hard and pain and blah blah blah. But then like the memory fades just enough, you're like, yeah, I'll do that again. Apparently these teenage years can be like that too, because I remember wanting to pinch that child's little head off because those teenage years, puberty <laughs> is hard. And then it faded as you know he matured or whatever, and the youngest was still kind of like a little kid. And now the youngest is going through it, and I'm like, oh my god, that's right, that's right. We got to go through a couple of years, or I don't know if I like him or not. <laughs> so I can get to the point where I go, yes, I do like him. He's fine. He's fine. Right. This, is, this is the natural progression. He's he's a good kid. He's just yeah. a lot of I know, mom. I know. I know. Grunts, so many grunts. Yeah. Why? Oh, and you speak to said child, and why would they look at you or acknowledge you or right. answer your question? Oh God, a lot of standing there going, <laughs> um, "I'm not leaving this doorway until you acknowledge me." Like we're not gonna. Right. Right. So, parenting yeah. is fun. <laughs> the fur babies uh, are good. Yeah. We're good. You can wait all is still outside. She is. She's sunning herself in this mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful weather. Recharging her batteries. <sighs> Solar-powered dog. Solar-powered dog. <laughs> um, I said it before. I'll say it again. We lived here since 2020. 
finally christened the office. If you know what yeah. I mean. If you know, you know. Uh, we're very relaxed as a result. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We're very, very relaxed. Um, yeah. No. That's uh, right now. That's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not gonna go. This is this isn't my f- previous sex blog where I would go into details. Um, it's more that like uh, the thing I would talk about is where th- did this energy come from, and I'm still trying to figure that out. And I'm not gonna look a gift horse in the mouth. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's the reality of like yeah what how is this Mm -hmm. what is going on i'm mad i'm just confused right so Uh, at any rate we probably should say goodbye we still have other stuff to do we always we always have so much stuff to do yep um yeah that's Mm -hmm. it that's us uh friday night october 20th 9 30 p.m eastern out yep um We'll talk, chat, answer questions, do other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I guess that's it. That's, yeah. I guess we. Till Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm discombobulated. You are. I know. All right. Okay. Let's say goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>